0: Welcome to the Sober Mofos Podcast, where we discuss how to get sober, how to stay sober, and how to live a healthy, happy life in sobriety. My name is Dirk Foster, and I'm a sobriety coach and author, and I've been sober since 2007. So if you've been listening to this podcast for any length of time over the last couple of months, you will probably realize that I like to talk about early sobriety. I talk about a whole host of things and I plan to talk about a whole bunch of things about addiction and recovery and alcoholism and getting sober and staying sober and all that. But one of the main topics that I'm most interested in is early sobriety. And I think the reason I'm I'm so... Interested in the topic of early sobriety is because that's the point, it's the make or break point. That's the area of our recovery when we either make it or we don't, or we relapse or we don't relapse. So when I talk about early sobriety and the issues concerning early sobriety, I'm really talking about the early days, weeks, and months of our sobriety. Pretty much the first year that's, I guess, the best way to define it, the first year, Um, but especially the first days, weeks, and months. That is a tough, tough time. And if you've ever tried to get sober or if you're sober now, you'll know what I'm talking about. It it, it can be rough. There's a lot of ups and downs, a lot of peaks and valleys, a lot of intense emotional swings that we go through and that we need to go through um, in order to stay sober, in order to not drink. So it's a precarious time. Um, and that's something I want to talk about today. I want to talk about the concept of the pink cloud. Um, it's something, if you're in any kind of 12-step program or any other kind of group therapy program for recovery, you'll know what I'm talking about, but some of you won't. But let's talk about the pink cloud phase of recovery. Before I start, if you get a chance, please stop by my website, which is SoberMopos.com. Um, where you'll find a variety of resources, including blog posts, videos, as well as books and audiobooks on addiction and recovery. Also, if you get a chance, please share this podcast with anybody you may know who is struggling with addiction or recovery. And I appreciate your help with that. Thank you. Okay. So the pink cloud, passing through the pink cloud in early sobriety is something that, Most people do, especially if it's your first time getting sober. And I know that's very true for me. At one point or another, almost every alcoholic or addict passes through this pink cloud phase in recovery. For some people, it starts after a few days or weeks of sobriety. For others, it kicks in after a few months. But no matter when it occurs, it seems to be a universal experience that can be Both exhilarating and dangerous. And that's really what I want to talk about. It can feel great, but it can also be very misleading. The most accurate way to define the pink cloud is false euphoria. That's the term I like to use. Or I've heard it also described as synthetic bliss. All right, synthetic bliss. This is a time when our heads begin to clear. You know, we haven't drank in a while. Maybe it's a few days, it's a few weeks, maybe it's a few months. I think for me, it was around 30 days. We're starting to get more rest, our senses are reawakening, and we feel like we're floating on pink clouds of joy and happiness, all right? Life feels like, you know, so good. It's the pink cloud we're floating on. It brings a fantastic sense of optimism, which is good, and hope, which is always very good, because we finally feel like we're free and clear from the chains of our addiction that held us captive for so long. Right? So we start to think, you know, I'm good. I got this. There's nothing to worry about here. I've got this. I'm in the clear now. All right. So that's, that's the danger part. It feels really good, but we start to convince ourselves that, well, you know, I got this thing. One of the things I noticed the most in my own pink cloud phase was how good everything smelled. (laughs) Maybe you can relate to that. Maybe you can. It sounds kind of strange if you've never experienced this before, but, and it was strange. It seemed like I could smell everything in the world. You know, my, my senses were so heightened and each aroma brought a flood of really positive emotions and memories to my mind. A specific type of flower would remind me of my grandmother. Or this was one that happened a lot. Freshly cut grass brought back fond memories of my childhood. You know, I would, I would smell freshly cut grass and I would have this rush of euphoria and emotion in my brain. I would have all these happy feelings of childhood. And it felt like I was like sharply attuned to all the intricate details of the world. And that I would live in peace and joy for the rest of my life. You know, it's very kind of an electric feeling that we can get in the pink cloud stage. Ironically, the pink cloud phase of our recovery is very similar. Um, and, and, and I don't know if you can ex- relate, to, relate to this or not, but I certainly could. But it's very similar to the experience of snorting Coke. <laughs> we snort that first line, and there's that rapid upward swing of exhilaration when the world seems just magnificent. You know, that's of course when we get hooked. Then there's the inevitable crash as the blow runs out and it starts to go down in our system. We fall rapidly from that pink cloud of bliss to the brown mud of depression. Pink cloud of recovery can be very similar. One moment we're floating on a cloud of optimism and hope, the next moment, and this is the danger part, the next moment we descend into depression, irritability, and frustration. And for me, early recovery was filled with these peaks and valleys that I mentioned earlier. I'd be on top of the world one day and the next day I'd be just drowning in misery and it sucked and it left me confused and desperate for emotional consistency. You know, it was really tough to deal with because when you first get sober, and again, we're talking about the first days, weeks, months in particular, the first year, but those first few months are tough because, and I talk about this a lot, there's there's, there's so many emotional you know, slings and arrows Darts and swords. There's so many daggers coming at us emotionally. We start to feel so much when we put away the alcohol. You know, I I, I used to drink. You know, I I drank a lot. You know, and, and as, as you probably know, if you listen to this podcast, I was a big, heavy daily drinker for the last few years of my drinking. Didn't always start out that way. It used to. I was just when I was younger. I was just a partier, so to speak, quote unquote. I would party on the weekends and then those weekends turned into Wednesdays and the weekends and then it became Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday and, you know, and it on and on and on until well into my 30s. I was in, in early 40s when I finally got sober. I was drinking, you know, all the time and drinking to excess and drinking dangerous amounts of alcohol. And so I wasn't experiencing life on life's terms. I wasn't experiencing emotions in a real rational and normal and healthy way. I was, I was feeling emotions filtered through alcohol, all right? And that's really a false way of experiencing life. That's not how we, we should be experiencing life. Life is filled with ups and downs, of course. Life is filled with peaks and valleys. Life is filled with joy and pain. And this is all good stuff. But when we first get sober <laughs> and we start experiencing that joy and pain, that, you know, all the ups and downs and peaks and valleys, it's incredibly confusing, and can be incredibly frustrating and painful. It's very difficult. I had a real tough time when I was um, newly sober trying to navigate emotion and trying to navigate feelings of happiness and anger and frustration and embarrassment. That was a real tough one for me. Awkwardness, um, boredom, you know, whatever other emotion we deal with. Fear, fear was a huge one, you know, and that was dominant in my life when I first got sober. So, what happens is we're getting bombarded when we're sober. We're getting bombarded by all these feelings. Blah blah blah. It's just coming at us from every direction and just rapid fire machine gun, and it's just overwhelming. And it can be super super intense. And the pink cloud stage is when we feel really good. You know, we feel just amazing because. You know, we get this, we hit this stage and it's, it's pretty consistent. I, I I don't think I've ever talked to anybody who's been working on the recovery that didn't hit this stage at some point or another. They may not identify it as the pink cloud stage, but you know, it's that stage where we get there and you know, it's usually for me, it was 30 days in, I think and I just feel so good. And I don't, I haven't had a hangover in a while. I've been getting more rest. You know, I'm just feeling better about myself. Maybe I get getting, you know, getting a little exercise or whatever. And you just feel so good, you know? And then it's like, well, you know, I feel so good. Clearly I got my shit together because why, how could I not? If I don't, if I felt, if I feel this good, I clearly know what I'm doing. I'm clearly got this thing down. You know, I don't, need to keep working on my recovery or my sobriety anymore. What I need to do is celebrate with a cocktail. All right? So there's the problem. There's the danger zone. We start feeling so good that we think we got this down, that we think we got life, you know, figured out. We got our addiction figured out. We can go back and now we're going to try some controlled drinking. That's a, oh, that's always a big one. We're going to, I'm going to, I'm going to control how often I drink. You know, I'm just gonna go back to what I used to do, which is just drink on Fridays or Saturdays. I'm not gonna drink five days a week or six days a drink. I'm not gonna drink until I pass out. I'm just gonna have a few few glasses of wine like a like a gentleman or a lady. Um, you know, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna score any more coke when I once I get drunk. You know, I'm not gonna do the 10 o'clock phone call to the dealer. That's over with. That blah 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 blah. So we tell us ourselves all these things because we're feeling so good that now we can go back to being normal again and we can be a normal drinker. And let me tell you something, if you're listening to this podcast, or if you're questioning your drinking, or if you think you have to control your drinking, I got some news for you. You're not a normal drinker. (laughs) And I'm not trying to pass judgment on anybody. I'm just telling you from experience, if you have to think about how much you drink, if you have to plan how much you drink, if you have to organize your life around your drinking, if you're listening to podcasts and reading books and watching videos on alcoholism and drinking, you're most likely not a normal drinker and you need to address the issue. All right, so we get sober, we hit the pink cloud phase. This is the period. This is the the the, the make or breaks stage. Do we continue forward, knowing that this pink cloud stage, this this stage that feels so good and so euphoric, is going to pass? You have to remember this. This is not going to last because probably in a couple of days, maybe a week or two, you're going to start feeling like shit again. And this is just the reality of early recovery. There's ups and downs, peaks and valleys. So this pink cloud you're going through right now is going to pass. This too shall pass. The good things in life, the bad things in life, everything is in constant flux, constant change. So you have to recognize that. So when you're going through that pink cloud stage, recognize that it's just a stage. It's just a phase you're going through and it's okay. Enjoy it while it lasts, but it probably isn't going to last very long. So as as I've stated before, you know, early recovery for me and it's going to be for you too and it may you may be going through this yourself was filled with these peaks and valleys, these emotional swings. So as I stated, early recovery for me and and you're going to probably experience this as well. Early recovery for me was filled with these peaks and valleys. These ups and downs. I would be on top of the world one day, my pink cloud so to speak. And the next day I'd be drowning in misery and it sucked and it left me confused and desperate for emotional consistency. I just wanted to have some kind of consistency in my life. There was this constant raid, this constant war raging inside me. Do I stay sober and fight through the emotional swings or do I take the easier way out and pick up a drink again? Stay sober or drink. Stay sober or drink. Stay sober or drink. Constantly going battle back and forth with this, you know, and it was a daily struggle. It was brutal. I mean, there was times where I would just agonize because I'd be feeling so down. I'd be feeling, you know, I'd I'd be super euphoric and blissful in my pink cloud, and then I would come crashing down into these just just desperate. Depressions and, and, you know, moments of, 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 fear and anxiety and just feeling terrible. Then I'd be back up again. And, you know, it was just so frustrating and confusing and, you know, and I would just contemplate what, what can I drink again? Especially on those days when I was going through pink clouds, you know, those, you know, when I'm feeling so good about myself, I'm like, Oh, I got this. That's the danger point as I've stated before. So for me, I realized early on that if I could just manage to make it to a meeting every day and just to clarify, I am a 12-stepper. You may be, you may not be. It's completely up to you how you get sober. I got sober through a 12-step program um, and it's helped me and I love it <clears throat> and I'm a big proponent of it, but you know, I certainly don't push it. So whatever works for you is what works for you. But I realized early that if I could just make it to one of my meetings, my chance of surviving the next 24 hours without drinking increased exponentially. You know, there was just something about the meetings for me that that resonated, and and, and I, you know, I would go to meetings and, and it would help me make it 24 hours at a time. So it worked. So you need to find out what works best for you. It may be meetings, it may be counseling, it may be working with a coach. Uh, you can try willpower and doing it on your own. I don't recommend it, but you know, you find out what works best for you. But just be aware. That's what I want to, you know, conclude with. Just be aware that when we get sober, there are these intense emotional peaks and valleys. And one of the most dangerous spots we will find ourselves in is the pink cloud phase where we feel so good about ourselves. We feel so good about our early sobriety. We feel on top of the world and we convince ourselves that we got this, that we're good, we're safe, and and we can you know, we could probably drink again like normal people. You know, in my experience, (laughs) that's a very misleading thought pattern to have. So be aware of that. Most likely you're just going through a a brief, temporary, euphoric phase, uh, a synthetic bliss stage that is going to pass. Trust me, it's going to pass and you're going to feel uncomfortable. You're going to feel anxiety, fear, depression, whatever it is you've got to struggle with to get through that early stages of recovery. So just, you know, enjoy it while it feels good. And while it, when it feels bad, recognize that this is just part of the journey. You're going to get through this one way or another. If you just don't pick up the next drink, you don't need to drink. Trust me. You don't need to drink to get through life. I know you may think you do. I certainly did, but you don't. Life is filled with ups and downs, emotional swings. Life is filled with a lot of different emotions and a lot of different feelings. That's what makes life colorful and unique. So we need to learn how to be at ease with that, with the fact that life is filled with emotional peaks and valleys, all right? So if you feel yourself going through that pink cloud of euphoria, you think you got this thing, just be aware that this is just a passing phase, okay? You need to work through it just like you need to work through the the downswings. And it's important to recognize that. It really is. Um, and I will leave it at that. Again, if you get a chance, please share this podcast with anybody you know who may be struggling with addiction um, or alcoholism or whatever. And uh, check out my website, SoberMofos.com. I hope you have a wonderful day and that you stay safe. Thanks.